Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, everybody. It's Sports Daily, hour number two underway here on this Wednesday on KFH. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you missed any part of our conversation with Athletic Director Kevin Saul from Wichita State, you can find the entire thing online at kfhradio.com or on the Odyssey app. And, Paul, we did not have this planned as something to talk about on the show today. It's coming down here as we're doing the show. Uh, Kind of crazy news regarding Jalen Carter, who, uh, of course, played for the Georgia Bulldogs. He's a top prospect for the NFL draft. Uh, Apparently today, police have secured arrest warrants for Jalen Carter on the same day that he was supposed to be talking with the media about the NFL draft during the combine. Uh, If you remember back in January, he was involved in a car crash that killed an offensive lineman for the Bulldogs, Devin Willick, and recruiting staff member Chandler LaCroix. Um, Originally, uh, police believed it as a single vehicle accident, but turns out that both Carter and LaCroix were racing their vehicles uh, that night, and then Jalen Carter gave conflicting reports about what had actually happened in that fatal crash. Uh, and now, uh, a couple months after the incident happened, Jalen Carter scheduled to be talking with the media about the NFL draft, and he now has a warrant out for his arrest. Your thoughts on this? It breaks my heart, not only for the world of sports, but also for these families, the families of the victims, the families for Jalen Carter. It's a tragedy all the way around, something that shouldn't have happened. And uh, turns out this is going to be somewhat ugly. Because uh, where you have falsifying police reports, uh, then there's evidence that, yes, there was racing going on. Yes, cars uh, that uh, weren't involved were overtaken and passed and recklessly passed at that. This is, this is a sad situation. This is a loss of life, a loss of two young lives. And uh, it just breaks my heart. And I just don't understand how this kind of thing happens in our world, how how does this happen? I mean, you know, it, it tests my faith, in other words, Tommy, as to why this could happen. How could this happen? But, uh, you know, this is just sad. Here's a young man. I mean, Jalen Carter had, it, it was going to be very, very prominent in the NFL draft coming up, and this just breaks my heart. Tommy, I don't know what else to say about it. Obviously, uh, the, the legal system is going to do its thing, and uh, hopefully we get justice in this situation. Yeah, so Jalen Carter allegedly first told police after the accident that 
he actually heard the crash from a nearby apartment complex and wasn't involved in it, but then later told an officer that he had been driving both behind and beside the SUV that was driven by LaCroix. Uh, apparently, LaCroix, uh, his blood alcohol level uh, was tested and, and it was above the legal limit, but for Jalen Carter, there were apparently no signs uh, that he had been drinking that night. Uh, of course, uh, both LaCroix and Willick uh, passed away in the accident. Uh, it, it's the timing of it, Paul, uh, I think is is unfortunate. And I don't know if it was deliberate and uh, I, I don't exactly know how the timing of this sort of thing works. Um, we haven't really talked about Jalen Carter, and I don't think really anybody has talked about Jalen Carter um, other than just his his draft stock and the fact that he's you know one of the top uh, draft prospects, probably the number one overall prospect. He probably won't go number one. It's going to end up being a quarterback. But as far as just his overall uh, body of work, the number one overall prospect in the NFL draft. And then today, on the day that he was scheduled to meet with the media, was the day that the arrest warrant was issued for Jalen Carter. So uh, I'm looking at different reports right now that uh, he's not there. He's not at the Combine. Um, apparently, a spokesman has said that he is dealing with, quote, a medical issue. Um, of course, that probably is is bogus. That that excuse is bogus, uh, knowing what we know now about why he's not there. Um, it's unfortunate that this is not this was something that first off happened in the first place. Uh, and second off is something that is now carrying over uh, into what's happening with the draft. And, you know, I, that's the thing is that I, I and we have to be really delicate in this, Paul, because it, it can be really easy to say, well, what is this going to do to his draft stock and what teams are going to want to draft him now? And how do, where does he fall? OK, I get that and I get that conversation, but really, who cares? Like at this point right now, who cares? Uh, the fact of the matter is that, you know, two people are dead, uh, you know, due to choices and decisions that were made that night and Jalen Carter. um at that time, and I'm sure he was scared. I'm sure that he was frightened with everything that had happened, um, but didn't uh, didn't give a full accounting of the story at that time. And unfortunately, now there are consequences to those actions. Well, and this is one of those things where what will happen with his draft status? Probably not a heck of a lot. We've learned that with uh, regards to. I mean, think of the the all the ballyhoo with regards to. Uh, uh, Tariq Hill, I mean, with, with the allegations that he had. But this is a story where when you look in the world of, of police and these kind of episodes, the big four, there's four things you don't want in a police report with regards to this, this outcome of this accident. Those four things are alcohol impairment, racing, reckless driving, and speed. Those are the big four, Tommy. Those are yeah. the big four. Those are the four things that uh, – uh, could see criminal charges, could very well see criminal charges brought. And so this is this this is going to be one of those things where uh, Jalen Carter may not have much choice as to what the future of his life will be, at least in the near future. He may not have a choice. Uh, until this is rectified, uh, the NFL draft should be the last thing on his mind because right now he won't get drafted. Now down the line, I don't know. You know he pays the price. He's or he's exonerated. Somebody's going to find a guy for this kind of with this kind of talent. That just happens. I mean, you know, they this is pro football, and so I wouldn't worry about it too much. But um, yeah, this is going to affect him for now until this gets resolved, Tommy. Don't you think? 
Yeah, well, and of course, the timing, like I mentioned before, on the, on the day that he was scheduled to meet with media during the combine, and of course, you know, during the combine, talking with NFL teams and getting an idea on what uh, what's going to happen in the draft, which is not that long from now. We're like a month and a half away from the NFL draft, and uh, it's it's coming up quickly, and and so this is definitely uh, a black eye for Jalen Carter, a black eye for um, the, the whole draft process and what's going on right now, and and of course. Um, this, like I mentioned, this is coming down within the last hour or so. So our details on it are, are fairly vague and scarce at this point, but I'm sure more details will uh, continue to emerge. Uh, Paul, I want to shift gears here into the NFL a little bit and get you caught up on, uh, some of the things going on in the world of NFL quarterbacks and, and free agency and, uh, what's going on right now. So we mentioned last week that Aaron Rodgers exited his uh, darkness retreat. Mm-hmm. He was there for four days. Uh, he made an appearance on a podcast, which he loves doing. Uh, but this podcast dropped uh, today, and he promised that it wouldn't take much longer for him to decide what his future in the NFL holds. Of course, there are three options on the table: either he remains with the Packers, he plays for another team, or he retires. But he said on this podcast that it's not going to take him much longer to decide that it's in everybody's best interest to have finality in all of this, to know exactly where he's going and what he's going to be doing. Uh, And this all comes with speculation of other quarterbacks that are free agents and having conversations with other teams. What does your gut tell you? It doesn't seem like he's going to go back to the Packers, and it seems like the Packers are ready to move on from him. Does your gut tell you that he's going to play for another team, or does your gut tell you that he's going to retire? Well, I'll tell you what, nothing says clarity like coming out of your, your, your darkness chamber. I'll tell you what, every time I've come out of my darkness chamber, Jad looks better to me. That's, that's all I can say. That's good. But, but yeah. with that being said, what's he going to do? I don't know. Come on. Well, I mean, he's already delayed it because of his darkness chamber. I mean, come on. If, you, if, if it was so great, give us an answer. Tell somebody what you're going to do. Does, how long will this take? I, I, I'm getting frustrated and in a way, we're making fun of it. We're making fun of it. But it's not funny in a way, is it? It's not funny. And so I, I don't know. I mean, you've got entire franchises waiting to see what he's going to do. Shoot, I'll tell you what I would like to see. I'd like to see the Packers say, we're cutting Aaron Rodgers. How about that? Let's just cut him. You know, we're tired of this this stuff. He's 39 anyway. Let him go. I mean, it's okay. Get a new one. Let him go to the Jets, which is where I think he's going, by the way no matter what anybody says, until he doesn't go to the Jets, I think he's going to the Jets. Yeah, and and look, I I think the Packers have made it fairly clear without actually coming out and saying it that they're moving on from Aaron Rodgers. I think so. Uh, I think so. You know, their their general manager, their head coach. I agree. They've all commented about Jordan Love and um, what they like about him. And and I, I think that also... I think some of it too, you know, Aaron Rodgers has worn out his welcome a little bit in Green Bay. Not that, not that that Packers organization can't uh, be grateful for what Aaron Rodgers brought to the franchise, and you know, a Super Bowl ring and and all of these different things uh, is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, he absolutely is. But I think that eventually. Uh, it's time for both sides to move on. And, right. and we're, we're there. We were there a year ago, yes. but we're definitely there now. And so right. I think that it's going to come down to whether or not he's going to play for another team or retire. I'm kind of with you. I think that the Jets are probably the best landing spot for Aaron Rodgers. I think that he's going to love the New York media. I think that he's going to love the opportunity to play with uh, the, the talent that is around him. I think the Jets are a quarterback away from really being a legitimate contender 
in the AFC. Now they're going to have to contend with the Bills in that division, and they're going to have to contend with teams like the Bengals and the Chiefs and, and other teams in that entire conference. But I do think that the Jets, that's probably the best landing spot for him. And it's interesting, Paul, because I read a report uh, not that long ago, I think within the last 24 hours, that Derek Carr is also scheduled to meet with the Jets this week. Derek Carr is at the Combine meeting with teams. He's met with the Saints. He's met with the Panthers. And apparently he's going to be meeting with the Jets as well. I just don't see the Jets being as good of a fit for Derek Carr as I see the Jets being a good fit for Aaron Rodgers. All right. Well, that's a, that's an excellent point. And by the way, I have a tendency to believe that, you know, Derek Carr is going to go wherever where, wherever the winds are blowing for that moment. I mean, I don't. It's kind of weird, but I've always kind of pegged Rodgers in for the Jets all the way through this whole thing. And every time, every I, I had Carr going to the Saints. I was sure a, a week or two ago. I was positive, Tommy. That's where he's going. Now I'm not so sure. So every time Carr says, this is where I'm looking at and where my conversations are, I think to myself, well, this is where he's going. So it's like opposite scales with regards to Rodgers and to Carr. I got Carr going wherever the winds are blowing at that moment, and I got Aaron Rodgers pegged for the Jets all the way through. Now I might be wrong on both of them, but that's that's kind of the feel that I get right now. But uh, I like Derek Carr. If I had my druthers between the two, I would take – the youthfulness of a Derek Carr, compared to Eric Rodgers, that is, I would take his youth over Aaron Rodgers. How many years does Aaron Rodgers have? Can the Jets build a franchise around Aaron Rodgers? Well, that's iffy when you're 39. That's a little. That's a little bit of a. That's a little. Yeah, bit but of a the challenge. Jets are the Jets are the Jets are ready to win right now. They the, want the Jets to win. Are ready yes. to, that, they they want to win. They're, good I don't necessarily think that right now the Jets are looking for. Right a long-term franchise Good quarterback. Point. I think that they're I think they're looking for their version of what Tom Brady did to Tampa Bay. Right. I think that's what the You're Jets right. are looking for. And, and with you. Derek Carr, here's the other reason why I think that the Jets don't make a lot of sense for Derek Carr and why I think that he's more likely to go to the Saints or go to the Panthers. In fact, I, I do think the Panthers is probably where Derek Carr is going to end up. The reason I say that is because Derek Carr has spent his entire career so far, up to this point in the AFC, he's played for the Raiders, and he knows the difficulty of the teams in that conference. He's played against the Chiefs, he knows the Bills, he knows the Bengals, all of that. And that talent and those elite teams, they're not going away. However, you go to a team like the Panthers in a division that is probably the weakest in the NFL, in the NFC South, and you can have a pretty good likelihood to and I, I wouldn't be shocked one bit to see Derek a Derek Carr led Carolina Panthers team with Frank Reich as the coach, leading them to a playoff berth. Now, do I think that Derek Carr is a Super Bowl caliber quarterback? No, I don't. I'm on record saying that. I don't think he is, and I think that if he was, we would have seen it by now. Uh, but I do think that he can have a little bit more success going into a weaker division like the NFC South and joining a team like the Panthers with Frank Reich, who is a good quarterback coach, and I think that they can be a playoff team. That's going to be a little bit, I think, a, a better likely place for success for Derek Carr than if he went to the Jets. Right. You know something, Tommy? I just shrugged my shoulders, and I gave Jad that look like, you know something, Tommy's making sense right now. I, I, I can't believe how sensible what you just said is. It makes total sense to me. 
I'm a sensible guy. What uh, can I say? Well, I'm just, I'm very impressed. What can I, I don't say? know. That's a gesture. I don't see a lot though. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I totally understand the the thought of me saying something so profound that everybody is at a loss for words. I get that. It happens <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yeah, it does. It happens would, nearly every day. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, it's it's interesting where these two are going to land, and it's their big stories right now, and it's hard to project. Uh, you know these conferences that these teams are sitting in right now, until you know where Carr, and these are the two big quarterback acquisitions that are going to take place in the course of the next few months, these two guys will make a difference, and it'll change everything because it'll change what's going on in their conferences, uh, and it's going to change, well, it's going to change everything about how we are going to look at these football teams, whoever lands these two quarterbacks. Which quarterback would you rather have on your team? Carr I or think, Rogers. I think I'd rather have Rogers. Really? I mean, I, I do. Right. I do. I well, mean, I think that Rogers gives you a better chance to win a championship okay. right away well, than Derek Carr does. And although you know the headache that Aaron Rodgers can bring to a team, I don't know if that can be discounted either. So that's something to uh, to keep in mind. But Rogers himself says that he will have some finality. You never know; he could just retire, and there should be a decision made, according to him, coming very soon. And we'll see what happens with Derek Carr and see where the rest of the dominoes fall. Our final full segment of the show is coming up just around the corner. Stick around. It's Sports Daily on KFH. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.